Hey, everybody. It's Saul Marquez with the Outcomes Rocket. And I want to welcome you back to the podcast again. Look, I've got the privilege of having a guest that we've had on in the past. His name is Stephen Healer. He's the Vice President for Payers and Providers at Medocity. Stephen's got over 20 years of experience in the healthcare IT space, having served in executive appointments for, for provider directory, HIE, EMR, PHR, and, and disease management firms. Most recently, he has uh, served as the VP of sales for six years uh, for Medocity. And, and Medocity is a health IT software provider of what Gardner Research call, called a highly composable digital care platform complete with virtual assist, health assistance and more. So with that, I want to come uh, you back to the podcast, Stephen. So glad that you had the bandwidth to join us again. So it's great to be with you again. Thanks very much. And congratulations on your continued success as well. Hey, thank you. Really appreciate that. Now, let's talk about the work you're up to and really Medocity, the, the capabilities you guys have and how they can help the listeners today. I want to do that. Before we do, though, give us a little bit on, on you and what inspires your work in healthcare. I come from a family of physicians, my father and uh, my brother, grandfathers, that sort of thing. So it's always been part of the mix, as it were. Actually, my brother went into practice with my father for a time. I was the, as you might imagine, the rebellious second son who was at 16 said, I'll never get into healthcare, dad. All you guys are <laughs> vending machines for the pharmaceutical companies. I said that obviously at a good distance away from him uh, and with the <laughs> clear fields to run to. But <laughs> he understood what I was driving at. But now he has the last laugh, he says, because being in health IT, he says, you're, you're the enabler now, sometimes of pain, sometimes of good things. But in health IT, he says, we got you anyway. So he got the last laugh there. So it, it's driven by how there's so many issues at stake in the U.S. particularly, but certainly globally from a sustainability point of view, as well as access. And, and just the inspiration of healthcare providers is drawn to, to wanting to find ways to do well in doing good. And that's certainly been my privilege and joy to, to be in, in that space. And looking at how how technology can facilitate many of the challenges that we're facing both as individuals and aging populations, provider shortages, uh, challenges with access, gaps in equity. Technology is going to play and it's going to continue to play a very powerful and positive role. So excited to be a part of that mix broadly. Yeah, for sure. And look, the tech is a core part of the healthcare now. So talk to us about Medocity. What are you guys doing and how are you adding value to the healthcare ecosystem right now? That's pretty exciting. The company's 10 years old now, so we're way past startup, in fact, and we have a, a great set of clients in three verticals, uh, payers and providers and life sciences. And it, it's really all about connecting patients and providers and with the tools and analytics and whatever our sponsors, our clients want to do in terms of doing more for their patients. But with perhaps at the big picture, technology is supposed to encourage and enable doing more with less. And certainly as you have your face with the provider shortage and the automation that occurs in, in part of our robust digital care platform, that really helps to reduce the burden, allows our providers, be they case managers for payers, providers in, in a health system or clinic or an ACO or a payvider program, or even connecting in, in investigators and in, in clinical trials. You do away with paper, you can scale easier. With automation and AI, you can you can handle a lot of things automatically. You've got all sorts of voice recognition and tools to, for the lower level 
acuity and guidance questions, empathy issues, understand where people are. You can really deploy technology to capture the data, capture the inputs. It's very patient-centric in its in its approach. So we're bringing in mounds of data about the patient into the ecosystem. So from social determinants of health to understanding their preferences and teeing them up with what we have on the providers we call digital coaches or active case management. Gartner called it most recently in their July 2023 hype cycle report, virtual health assistance. So it's really incorporating this concept of another layer of care and guidance, the redundant issues where technology in any industry has applied tremendous value that allows for uh, complex and more acute situations to be triaged up to uh, different tiers of uh, providers to handle that the, the, the complex situation. So it's really helping to mitigate that gap between healthcare demand, which is increasing, of course, with aging population and supply. Because one of the things that you don't want to do in any industry is have a high cost unit of, of care, like a MD or DO, doing something that a lower cost provider or unit could deliver on. And we haven't really been able to massage that arbitrage effectively. That's what it's doing at a very big picture. It's really allowing to very, with great precision, because a lot of it gets automated, to really handle those interventions. And what we're also finding is, contrary to a lot of folks' belief, is everything's a distribution curve. But we're finding that more and more people under the meat of the curve who like that automatic guidance. You're always going to have outliers at either end, great early adopters and never wills. But most people, especially when you're in a chronic condition, which is really our bread and butter, is helping our provider clients and, and payers' clients handle and manage complex comorbid chronic conditions. They have ever more complex technologies, um, ways to uh, assess biometrics and, and other inputs and data. And most people are surprised when they learn just how great the uptake can be if done right where in the past, they had a problem at 3 a.m. on a Saturday morning. They denied themselves care in the main uh, because they knew they had a human only at the other end of the line. And I'm not going to call my case manager. I'm not going to call my nurse. It's 3 a.m. They have a life too. I'll tough it out. Of course, toughing it out means what? There's, there's a readmission that happens that could have been avoided if they had a mechanism like through our platform to get some insight, some intel, some guidance specific to their condition. And we've done some really complex deployments. And we have one thing with a large urban academic medical center, a lot of Medicaid eligibles, multilingual deployments, and they they have LVATs. They have a mechanical heart in their chests. It used to be a bridge therapy to a waiting for heart transplant, but now it's a destination therapy. These folks don't have to wait till there's an available heart transplant. The technology is so good by the manufacturers of the LVATs that, this, that they're going to have this device in their pumping blood for them for the rest of their lives. So there's maintenance issues. There's all sorts of things that you can automate and get be there 24-7 uh, on a 365 basis. And that's really where we add a lot of value. Yeah, thank you. There, There's a ton of value there, Stephen. And it's really finding that sweet spot where providers could practice at the top of their license. Patients could get the care when and where they need it. And ultimately, done in a way that is cost-effective, right? Uh, Because at the end of the day, if you align all the resources and people correctly, you're doing it in a cost-effective way, avoiding readmissions and possible missed opportunities to to care for people. So I think it sounds sounds like a brilliant platform. What's the best way for people to, to see how it works, get a demo, or just how do they engage with it? If something you said perked up their ears or a possibility to learn more. 
Sure, they can go to our website, www.medocity.com. We used to have kind of a do-it-yourself on there, but people's time is very short, and they need to really understand value quickly and how it applies to them. So we go through actually a very short understanding of exactly what is top of mind for them from a use case. I mean, everybody's different. So we talk about our platform is more or less take the football analogy. And we're just about anybody out of the box because we have 10 years of IP behind us and, and millions of lines of code. It's, and the beauty of being in my position is that there's this integrity of the software because a tremendous business leader in Raj Agarwal, he's our, my chief technology officer. I know Balani has been there with him from the get-go. So from a roadmap integrity point of view, we're pretty much very closely in the red zone for just about anybody because they're leveraging easily 80 to 90% of what we've already created for our other clients. That's the beauty of SaaS-based applications, right? You, you don't have to start everything from scratch because sure, if you're a big, you know, a Google or Microsoft, you can throw 800 engineers into this sort of thing and have that to spend. But for the most part, our, our customers don't unless they want to take a very siloed approach. But for us, we're, our value to our clients is that we build it with you as opposed to saying, here's the, the devices you need. Here's the clinical pathways you got to use. We don't take that approach. We're software people. We enable the providers to do what they need to do better, cheaper, faster, or the payers to do it better, cheaper, faster, be it their, their own case managers or supporting their networks. But it's really a function of understanding what do you want to know about your population in real time, right? That's the big thing. That's really another big value add is because we're pulling in data in real time from the patient that is complements the data out of an EMR, the data out of the legacy claims management systems, all their, the historical data sets that they have. Now we're adding this tremendous real-time data flow into the equation. And then we want to understand what you want to do with it. Who's going to be there to monitor, measure, and then what's the response going to be? How much do you want automated? Who do you want it automated to? How many linguistic challenges do you have? How do you want to assess the literacy, the health literacy levels before beforehand? And the use cases can be clinically driven, as I mentioned, say for heart failure. It could be operational or business. We have programs where clients, I want my members to understand their benefits so that they maximize the use of their benefits that they that have already been paid for between the employer or wherever the sponsor. There's a huge gap between people's awareness of what their benefits are in their health plans that are already covered and paid for. And what they use. So they go out and because they don't know, they do all sorts of different things that maybe are off the reservation clinically or some way, or it's not optimal because they haven't really engaged with their plan yet through a mechanism like we offer or through the provider understanding. Oh, I have that. I can. And so you can see how coming out of the pandemic, behavioral health has been a huge driver for us in that regard because so, you know, the stigma is off, which is a great, great thing. And people are integrated more into real whole person health whole health perspective. And you can really help people close those gaps. Because I, I, where do I go for help? And the plan says, we got the help for you already. Teed up. Here's a set of clinicians, providers, through a video call, through the compliance, secure through the Medocity program. Here we got providers on the other end, case managers, all the resources you need to help you and your family. Boom, done. And because you can imagine, there's legion of them that, that folks build on it, sort of like Legos on a, pl- let's put Legos on a building block. So we'd like to Start off very crawl, walk, run. What is it you really want to understand about your population? And what do you want to do with that information? That's great. Thank you very much, Stephen. And and folks, the website, you'll see it in the show notes. So if you're looking to get engaged and learn more about the platform, ways that they could help, certainly take a look at that. Stephen, what would you say is a healthcare trend or technology 
that's going to change healthcare as we know it today. Certainly, artificial intelligence is what's top of mind for people. And clearly, there's probably if I said five things, I'd be wrong out of four, or maybe five out of five, because it's moving so fast. But at the end of the day, I see it all for the good in terms of being able to assess situations more intelligently, give providers greater control and understanding about what to do. And uh, again, leveraging the automation that's implicit in AI to engage with patients and, and triage earlier, sooner, faster, cheaper. Right? I mean, the, and that's what, when you can do things, earlier detection, better intervention, further upstream, AI is just going to push everything up there and then provide the tools that we, we're really going to be able to, I think, help bend the cost curve because that's a huge issue still. And the more you can prevent now, on the financial side, that's still the biggest challenge out there is historically in the U.S., there's no money in prevention. And of course, a lot of the value of AI and, and solutions like our digital care platform and virtual health assistance, interactive case management, digital coaching is to go upstream and prevent. But I think you're, the, the acceleration, that trend is still there. And I think you're going to start to see people finding more ways to really leverage that and bake that into the payment models. Yeah, no, I think that's a great call out. I agree with you. Look, I really appreciate you jumping on today, Stephen. Always insightful to think things through with you and hear about the latest. And you've given us a lot to think about and also folks, an opportunity to engage with Medocity if you see it's a good fit for you. Leave us with a closing thought. What do you think we should be doing and thinking about, Stephen, and the best place that listeners could get in touch with you? Certainly, we, our website's very robust, medasi.com. Best way to get in, in touch there, inquiry and, and phone calls and chatbots. Of course, and all that we deploy ourselves, we help out for our customers to get in touch with us. I'm at S Keeler, S-K-E-E-L-E-R at M-E-D-O-C-I-T-Y.com. Got to throw that out there. But I think the number one thing is, I think, to leave with folks' mind is when you think of whole person health and whole person care, it's, it's a continuum through time and people's conditions change. We need to be able to, because we our bodies, right, until they get the anti-aging stuff out there soon, but that's right around the corner. But till then, our bodies are going to change managing the deltas, capturing the deltas, and giving that into a, a whole life, a whole person health scenario where you've got to connect better the patients with their clinical care teams, with their providers. I think that's, that will always remain at the forefront and, and needs to be there because we're only complementing and enhancing that because healthcare will, a lot that automation can and will do, but all within that team-based concept to work with a person through their whole life. I think that's, that's really what the promise. And, and I think it's just to enrich that and to break down silos of data and workflows that have been impeding that more optimal um, way of giving care. Yeah, for sure. Big opportunity for us to tackle there, Stephen. So I thank you for coming on again to share with us. Folks, take advantage of Stephen sharing his contact info. Reach out to him, connect. At the end of the day, it's about what you do with what you hear on this show. So I encourage you to take action and uh, improve those outcomes. Stephen, thanks for joining us. So I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. And uh, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nice.